are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. Today on the show, we have the former safety of the national championship, University of Florida Gators, baby, and of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, you know, the Gators more importantly, I'm just saying. <laughs> My man, Ahmad Black. Welcome, dude. I think you made me sound a little bit too good right there. I'm going to have to take you around with me personally, all right? Uh, yeah, Introduce hey, me to anyone. Uh, and, every, everywhere we go. Everybody, everybody stop. And I'm, and Look I'm at like, who we have right here. And I'm like, put my arms up like this. <laughs> What's up, man? Man, not Welcome much, to man. The show. I appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks. for having me. Nah, Thanks dude, having I'm excited me. that you're here, man. We're going to get into a whole bunch of good stuff. But before we do, I have got to introduce the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only. You guys, you have no idea how special this episode is today because we have... The COE, the chief of everything of New Scooters for Less, sitting right here in the house. Michael D is one of my best friends ever. How are you going to give me a better introduction than Ahmad Black? I know. I, like, no, I, I'll, take back. Like, Never mind. No, I'll take no, I'm not, back. No, I'll take that back. <laughs> like, I'll take all that back. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's, it, but I mean, dude, it's my man. Like, I understand. You know? I understand. I've been boys for a while. Good morning, Blackass. <laughs> What's up, man? Not much, man. Happy to be here. This is uh, this was a surprise. <laughs> this is a surprise for even him. I'm like, yo, Mike, you're on the podcast tomorrow morning. Can't wait to see you there. Like, <laughs> like 10 a.m. He's like, how do you feel about this? Like, okay. So, uh. So well, yeah. at, least he was, at least he wasn't a week early. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I showed up last week. I showed up last I, week, right? Yeah, so nervous. Anytime that happens, somebody shows up, I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I mess up? I look <laughs> yeah. at I instantly go to me because I'm like the worst with like scheduling and everything. I'm like, oh man, yeah, did, I, did I, I mess this up? I looked at my schedule and I'm like, I am a week early. Yeah, you, <laughs> like, you, <laughs> you completely messed this yeah, up. Yeah, I screwed that one up big time. I woke up early and stuff, like for no reason, like. Woke up, took a shower, got ready, got myself psyched up, and like came over, and I'm like, and then I'm like, yo, dude, what are you doing? I almost literally <laughs> wanted to pull up a chair and like still get on. Last week, <laughs> I, I was about to like let that. I was all nervous that I messed up. That was about to happen. So, so dude, it's all good. Well, I'm super excited that you're here, man. Um, this is this is gonna be a lot of fun because I've been engaging with you on well, one on Instagram. That's what's so cool about Instagram these days is that you can virtually like yeah. DM anybody. I'm like, yo, man, you gotta be on the show. <laughs> Like you gotta it's come, it's, it's you gotta crazy, man, because I, I remember when Instagram started. Um, yeah. It was around like my senior year. So around like 2010 or something like that. Yeah. Like it wasn't as big, but like it only had like two filters on the pictures. So like like every once in a while you can go to someone's page and like scroll all the way down to their pictures and see like the original filters of, of Instagram. But uh Yeah. And it, it's cool because when like you had come by the dealership at one point. Yeah, I wanted a Mike, scooter, man. Mike is, yeah, I got like, a bonus. You never bought the scooter oh, from yeah. me. <laughs> well, hold on, let's talk about this for a second. Like, why didn't you like you didn't have a scooter in college? Yeah, I did. You did. Yeah. You just didn't buy it from us. Uh, no, it? I, I, I didn't. Bought it actually. used. What'd you do? You I can't it remember else? my uh, my parents, my parents, Pouncey's parents. Um, I think uh, Paul Wilson's parents that came up with us. I think all our parents got together and like got our scooters somewhere. I'm not That's sure. it. The show's over. <laughs> Thank you for coming. But we got him before we got him. We got him before we came up here, though. I'm just kidding. April, so, April so, Fools. So, my next question is. I just need to use one, man. What I gotta find? <laughs> See, I've already been through this with you. Before. Hold on, let's talk. I just so, wanna use one. So you guys brought them to Gainesville with you, which is super rare. Yeah. Okay, so like, and what was even great is I remember seeing pictures of like the Pouncy Twins on like on, one, the, on, on one, one scooter. scooter. I remember servicing <laughs> that, poor, that scooter. That poor scooter. Bro. I had to, I had to replace the shocks on that scooter so many times. <laughs> Cause they used to double scoot on it together. Gosh. Uh, I remember one time Mike Pouncy fell off his scooter. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we had a morning workout. It's like our biggest fear as a like, dealership. Like literally, like I saw every. I saw Cam Newton fall off. Injuries. I saw like so many players fall off. But it was like one morning we worked out. It was like five o'clock in the morning, and then we we got done. It's like like a light rain outside. Um, <laughs> so the grounds are wet and stuff. So I didn't have a class immediately after our workout. They did. So I went back to when we lived in Springs in the dorms. Mm-hmm. I went back to the room and I was playing the game, the video game. 
And they had left and went to class. Like 10 minutes later, Mike Pouncey comes back with like band-aids on, like limping. I'm oh, like, no. what the nightmare? I'm like, what happened, bro? He was so pissed. He was like, man, I fell off the scooter, man. And like, I guess someone like laughed at him. He was so pissed. Like, <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, I never seen that many small bandages in my life. Like, <laughs> dude, you ever want to see Gator Nation get upset at a business so quickly? All you have to do is let a football player get injured on a scooter. Oh, it's dude, awful. we start we start hearing about it. And we're like, you guys realize that we're trying to be a solution to like the parking and transportation issues. Right. Trying to make exist. sure they can get to practice we're on time. We're trying to make sure that they can get to practice on time, but yet like yep. somebody falls off or somebody gets injured and then you, it's just well, you, like, UF, Colin, I cannot believe what you guys did. Like UF is, they're big on building up buildings <laughs> and, and no parking. Right. Oh, we know. We know. That's why. We I, gee, I wonder why. That's so why they give you tickets and you have to pay the school back again, right? Right. That's why we're in this, man. <laughs> all <laughs> right. So I need you guys, all right? <laughs> but that was, so that was cool because that day you showed up, you were looking for a scooter. That was when Mike, is that the first time you guys met? Yeah, it was. That's it was okay. uh, September 17th. actually went through the Twitter yesterday trying to find the picture. <laughs> so I got a picture of uh, me and Ahmad hanging out there by the gator. Okay. Yeah. So September of 17. All right, that's cool, man. And he still ain't bought a scooter from me, so yeah. I'm kind of wondering what's I up need, with that. Yeah, bro, I, I need to get <laughs> one, man. He's looking for that deal, man. I need one bad, man, right now. Because sometimes I like to just go to the grocery store, or like, I, I live up the street from like the kangaroo, or the gas station. Like, sometimes I just want to go up there, and it's like, all right, got to get in the car, got to crank it up, got to put on my seatbelt, got to drive all the way there. It's a lot of steps. <laughs> yeah, all right, and then on the way back out, it's the one off of, of 34. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when you when you li- when you're leaving it, you literally have to go around the whole neighborhood, go by Peach Valley, come all the way back around, and it just sucks because they won't let you come out and turn left to go mm-hmm. back to my house. Yeah. So, scooter, scooter, yeah. scooter, scooter, having me right in the game. Yeah. Hey, who's your favorite rapper? Ah, I'm old school, man. I like I like Weezy F, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody will ever trump Wayne in my. In my <laughs> He's like Jordan, like basketball. You, like, you, you want to know who my favorite rapper is? Who's that? Vanilla Ice. My favorite rapper, <laughs> my favorite rapper is Rap Spot from right here in Gainesville, Florida. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, <laughs> our sponsor, Rap Spot. They will wrap your vehicle, and they do a fantastic job. And uh, super grateful to them for being. So we got our first podcast sponsor, man. It's like it's epic. <laughs> we're, giving, awesome. we're giving away a vehicle wrap. You could win the vehicle wrap. You could put your face on your own vehicle, man. Like just wrap your car, put your face yeah. there. Or if you get a scooter, we could wrap the scooter. We could even wrap the. Scooter. Scooter. Can you put like wrap it when put like thirty five on it or something or like a Gator F on it like with the wrap? Heck, heck yeah, man! We can do whatever we want. All right, that sounds awesome. So, so but Rap Spot will be happy to do it for you, and I uh, just want to give those guys some love. Thank you for being our sponsor and uh, and for your support. And just a reminder that we're giving away this wrap. Okay, so this is what we're doing. Go to whoagnv.com, click giveaway fill out the form, get registered to win, and we're gonna give this $2,500 vehicle wrap away, and it's gonna be legit, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about it, and it's the whole purpose, that we're trying to build awareness about the podcast, so so get signed up and share our podcast. Let everybody know what we're doing here in Gainesville to highlight talented, unique, fun, incredible, entrepreneurial, athletic, Who's that? Everybody that makes you go, whoa, we're like, who's the athletic one? Uh, um, I'll tell you who it's not. Me. <laughs> <laughs> <I mean. laughs> not this guy. I used to be super athletic as a kid. Yeah, you, now, you gave it all to your I kids. Old. Yeah, I was athletic at one point, too. Dude, but, you know. my nine year old runs a 5K in 20 minutes and 40 seconds. Nine years old. All right, let me tell you about the 5K. The only 5K I'll ever see. <laughs> That's money. That's it. I feel like running was like my punishment, so like yeah. I won't do it, and like I can't do it. So I can run. An average football play is four to six seconds. Dang. I'm spurting four yeah. to six seconds. After yeah. that, I'm like. <laughs> so all right, so well, let's get into it. Let's get let's like really get into this now, right? So. So we always like to start with our with the origin stories, right? Like we like to take it back. Now you don't have to tell us about when you were two years old, you know, running around with football in your hand. But you know, maybe like high school or whatever. Like when when you knew that you were gonna be going be, become a Gator. When that moment was, what got you here? Just give us a little bit of your origin story. All right. Well, number one, um, <clears throat> I didn't know where I wanted to go to school at. You didn't know where no. you wanted? Okay. Florida didn't even offer me. <clears throat> Sorry. Florida didn't offer me until I came up here for a camp. Um, 
And by then, I had a few other offers. Um, but where did you have offers from? Uh, LSU, Alabama, Mississippi, um, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Yeah, screw all them. Tennessee. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the big three schools here, Florida, Florida State, Miami, uh, didn't offer me. Um, coming off of two state championships, and and you know, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what what is it that I'm lacking, you know, or, or you know, I, maybe I have to go out of state. Ohio State was one of them. Ohio State was one of my big ones. Um, so I came to a camp and they offered me. Well, before I can even just you know tell my parents or anything, I had Urban Meyer right here saying take it or leave it. So I'm like, uh, I'm not sure. <clears throat> so. Chris Rainey was right there. Chris Rainey had already committed. So Chris Rainey's in the back saying, you know, commit, commit, commit. I'm like, all right, what the heck, you know? <laughs> By this time, the Pounceys were committed to Florida State, right? So I commit, um, long story short, they decommit from Florida State, commit to Florida. All because of you? You take full credit? No, 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 because Rainey was there as well, but we all, we all, we all talked about we wanted to stay together. Yeah. Um, and that was, a, that was big for us. We always wanted to go to college, and, and, and you know, I know it's going to be a different experience for everybody, so we wanted to at least know someone there, also have great competition at, at the same time. And we knew uh, us on the same team, we, 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 can, we can be a, a pretty good dynasty um, around here. Um, I, I think with those guys, we actually won a state championship. Uh, my junior and senior, well, they won sophomore year. I wasn't there. I, mm-hmm. I transferred in. Um, they, so they won sophomore, junior, senior year, right? Our freshman year here, we lost four games and then won another national championship sophomore year. It's wild. Dang. So that's crazy. Like in, in those, <laughs> those few years, um, I actually committed. I committed to Florida before the 2006 season. So, so you knew what you were getting into. I knew something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you knew something was right. Yeah, I knew, I knew something. So it was it was it was kind of dope to actually because uh, I didn't know anything about how great the school was or any of that, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And I like, you know, God's plan was to get me here, and now did, in the top but, ten public school. But how did you not know that? Because I mean, you're like fairly close, like right, like Lake Lake Yeah, I don't I mean, want to talk not, about that. that. Actually, far. actually, like the, another team growing up. Oh, but, God. Uh, you yeah, did. You're not talking about that. Well, like, why don't you just tell us? No, this is. A, no. This is what we do. We expose the truth on the no, podcast. No, all right. <laughs> what was your team? Let's just up? say they were out west a little bit. All right. Oh, oh man. Yeah, it's awful. What are you so, doing, dude? So you were hoping the Mountie State committed. No, actually, it was crazy because we we go to Florida Florida State game that year, um, 2006, over at Florida State, and they were like sending people up to try to like get Pouncey to like commit back to them. And like they're like, no, like no, get out of here. <laughs> see, it's wild the way that all came together. I mean, you don't ever see like high school students stick together like that. Only the Lakeland Seven, you even had yeah. a moniker there. Yeah, uh, you don't really see that. So that, I mean, that's how it all came together. Was, was Chris Rainey the first one to come out of that group? Or? Yeah, because Rainey really literally told all the teams like, "You might as well not offer me." As soon as Florida offered me, I'm going to Florida. Yeah, and I was he stuck to that. I mean, a couple of schools offered him here and there, but I think I had like a Louisville offer as well. I had like a few others. How many how many colleges play this like take it or leave it game? I mean, the coaches. I don't think too I mean, many. They, they like I think that's out. what made like, Urban like here it is, take it or leave it. I mean, it was very. Much I wonder like, how he would have reacted if I'd have been like, man, leave that shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what would have happened? Dude? I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious to find out. Um, but you know, just this time being at Florida, man, it was just it was so great because for one, I I, I met people that I I never like ever ever forget. You know, we built relationships that we have lifetime lifelong relationships um, with, with guys and families that I, I I will never forget or change. You know, and I think that's what what you know above all we won. Um, but I think that's what trumps everything is that I got guys that, you know, for, for a lifetime, that if something ever happened to me, will help me take, help my family, make sure my family's okay. And that's, that's, that's what I'm big on. Yeah, and, I mean, you're, and, you're building family. Yeah, and, and, and if those, you know, if those guys, you know, God forbid anything happened to them, vice versa, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, like, we, we, we took that, and that's what we mean when we say the Gator Standard. Yeah. Like, it, it gets thrown around a little loosely sometimes, but you know, ultimately, that's what it is: is is taking care of one another, um, going out, having fun, and winning. Yeah, and the leadership that you guys had, like during that time, I, I don't know. I just, I just reflect that back to how cool everybody was, like every, just how nice, friendly everybody was during. I mean, I'm sure, like it's like this still, like, but I mean, I don't know. I even remember when uh, Tebow walked into the showroom. 
right? Like we had service, uh, we had we had service the scooter, right? This is what happened. So, <laughs> so one of his friends like brought his scooter by to get it serviced, right. and I'm like, okay, like cool. So this is your scooter. I'm like talking to the guy. I'm like, yeah. this is your scooter, and it was one of the other football players, and he's like, he's like, no, he's like, um, but I'll have the owner contact you, and I'm like, okay. Um, well, I kind of need to know who the scooter belongs to because right. I can't just have like a random scooter dropped right. off and not have any contact right. information. Like I need to. Right. He's like, okay, well, I'll have the owner contact you, and I'm like, okay, well, again, yeah, you gotta <laughs> you know? know. And then finally, <laughs> finally, he goes, he goes, the scooter belongs to Tebow. He's at the ESPYS. And I'll have him give you a call on Monday, <laughs> or like whatever. It was like it was like right after that, and I was like, I was like, really? I was like. I was like, okay, like no problem. <laughs> and then like, and then, and what I remember is like, we we fixed the scooter, we got it taken care of. And then like, he came in, it was for like, you know, right in the morning, like first thing in the morning and it was just, uh, you know, just super, super nice. Like, I mean, we had a, a showroom full of customers and just, and I see all you guys do that, like taking the time for the fans and like, yeah, you know, for sure. and, and connecting and building sure. those relationships because, I don't know, I feel like it's it's easy to, you know, I mean, you guys are like celebrities in your own right within, especially right. within this community, you know right. what I mean? And like, and when and when you get that like, when you don't feel like the, like I'm too busy for you, like I've never seen that in the Gator community. What, Everybody what, always takes the time to take a picture, <laughs> sign an autograph, you know that's what I mean? One of, that's one of the things that our coaches like instilled in us. and that, not even, <clears throat> you know, that's that's the type of players that they, they recruited and brought in um, were the guys who <clears throat> weren't weren't buttholes in public, <laughs> who, who knew how to conduct themselves, who who took the time to thank the people who, who, who spent their money on us, who spent their time coming to our games to cheer us on, who spent their time coming to our hotels just to see us get off the bus and go inside the hotel. That deserves a thank you. You know, and, and I, I mean myself personally, I never thought I was bigger than the bigger picture. Right. Uh, you know, I can walk outside right now and get in my car and have get in a car accident. And then what? You know, I always be appreciative. And and also that's part of the Gator standard is guys being appreciative. And I think that Mullen, Coach Mullen is bringing that type of Gator standard back to the University of Florida with guys who really appreciate what they have and, and value what they have. 100%. You know, and, and, and it, it kind of weeds out the guys who aren't like that. N nothing against the last coaching staff, but then, like, look at those, the guys they recruited. They, mm -hmm. they get out fast because either you, you, you get with the program or if you're not, you got to go. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny because like I'm hearing you speak, right? And you're talking about football, you're talking about team, and then and it's and a lot of people have been asked like, hey, why are you even bring athletes on your podcast? Because it's very entrepreneurial. We've had a huge mix. We've had artists, we've had athletes, we've had authors, we've had uh, you know, I mean, just an, an incredible diverse right. group of right. people come on this podcast. And it's funny because I hear you talk about that, and I'm like, that's super relevant to business. Like that, that's culture. Right. Like you're being like when you build a culture within an organization, what happens? You weed out the the, the, real, the, the yeah. people who don't fit the culture, right? And right. like the, the people who aren't going to help you get to that that mission or that vision of the organization, right? right. And it's it's the exact same thing. That, that's how, <laughs> that, that's that. how it has it has to be like that. And you know, it, you can say what you want about what I just said. Also, we won championships. Yeah. You can you can, or you can be complete opposite of what I just said and not win championships. You know, we used to always have a saying: "Some do, some don't." Yeah, thanks for thanks for that pick in the national championship. By the way, I had to feel good. Yeah, you Yeah. So, I, I, what does that what does that feel like, man? Like, I mean, national championship, all eyes are on. I just, on I, I, you. the only thing that pass it, it happened so fast. Everything, Boom. like that whole night was just like up. Can you remember any of it? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, what was, was the score just of the game? A giant blur. What was, huh? what was the score of the game? Was it 24-14? Yeah, that's right. He's right. Do you remember that because it was in the newspaper the next day, or do you remember that because I, you were in the game? <laughs> I, I, I just, I just remember we were up three. I got an interception. We win a score. Yeah. Was that? That's what happened. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I just remember just going to the game and like being on the bus and like usually like the the you know the, the officers get us through the traffic. We couldn't like there's so many people you know and, and and like I just remember sitting on the back of the bus with Brandon Spikes. Can't remember who else it was. We're sitting back there, and we're just like soaking the moment because it, 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 we were in the national championship. Yeah, 
like I know Brandon Spikes just played that, but he also wasn't the starter. He, mm-hmm. Remember, we had Siler. So like, I'm a starter. My first year starting with with the Gators, and we're in a national championship. That's awesome, Feels you know. Great. So we got there, and it was just like. It was like another day, you know, because of how you have. Was it really business as usual? Business as usual. Business. Is it though? Highest scoring offense in football. Heisman Trophy winner. Heisman Trophy. We held them to fourteen points. Oh yeah. By the way, both times they scored, it was it was a mess up on our part. One of them on me. They weren't supposed to score on us. If they go in a huddle and not hurry up offense every single play, they don't score on us. They they could not score. Could not move the ball for real. Take it how you want to take it. That's the only reason they were moving the ball, the little bit that they were, because they were hurrying up offense and catching us and stuff that we weren't ready for. Mm-hmm. When I got that interception, we called the wrong play. That's so crazy. It was, it was, <laughs> I love the insight. You know? I mean, it, it was the right play, but it, it, what happened was they, what they were doing was they, they would bring out Gresham was their tight end, right? He was hybrid. Mm-hmm. So they put him in place to block. Problem is, we need linebacker for that. Right? We'll come out of nickel. They're, they're like going complete opposite of what we're doing. All right, then they flex them out, right? Now we need a line, uh, 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 like a corner for that. And we're being base. So like now we got to stretch a linebacker out to guard Gresham. So this is like pre-snap read kind of thing? Yeah, or? yeah. So <clears throat> so we call, I think we called, we were in base and we were supposed to be in nickel, I think, or something like that. And so that's what got me matched up on their best receiver in the slot. <laughs> And that, that was the play you picked him up. Yeah. Hey, well, thanks for not screwing that up. Yeah. <laughs> also, also took a, a, a pounding hit from Major Wright. So like, you're I'm not like, the only one. Yeah, yeah. So I, like, I caught it and got hit by Major. So I, you know, I don't know how I did that. I think one. there's somebody else in that game that remembers a hit from Major Wright. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so let's let's go back into this game a little bit, right? For real, the mind mindset, right? Because I, I think in business, like we prepare for a big time sit circumstances, situations, like your mindset hat, like has to change a little bit, right? It, it don't I mean, change. You're, okay. Be, because, so, at the, because at the end of the day, we still have to get the same goals accomplished. We gotta win the game. It, regardless of what we're winning for, we have to win the game. Did the preparation change? Did it, nothing no. change? It was the same, like it, The only preparation changed because we have a, a whole, we had a whole month to get ready for it. Or whatever, a couple of weeks ago. But okay, you have so to that fight does that, that like psych you out at all? Nah, because the way Urban does it is, is, is like a genius. Like Urban doesn't lose so many bowl games. <laughs> Think about it. Don't so the plan. He he says it's infallible. If you go by phase one, phase two, phase three, you're gonna win the game. Phase one is just nothing. We we just conditioning. Staying in shape after after SEC championship. Phase two, kind of getting it past a little bit. Running our offense against our defense. Phase three, now it's ball time. You know? And what we had to do, because they ran the ball so, they they huddled up and, and ran hurry up offense so fast that what we would do was we would have an offense out there, run a the play, and then have a whole new offense on the side with a play. So once that offense that run the play the first time, once that play's over, they run off and the other one run on. That's how fast that offense is in Oklahoma. They can either go that fast or they'll get to the huddle and just pause. So you never know, you get what I'm saying? Hmm. So what we were doing, we would let Sam Bradford call it, they'll look at what we're in, and then they'll check and call something, and then we'll check out of that. And that's how we have screwed up the whole night. It, it couldn't do anything with us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's expose all of Urban Meyer's secrets right here on this podcast. Okay, so like what, what, what else? What, what else can you give us? <laughs> um, you know, people always ask me, ask me what type of guy he is. He's a great guy, you know. Um, Kind of. Um, he, you know. he was great when he was at UF. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know. Um, well, I mean, at least he won. He's a great coach, man. It's just, you know, at the end of the day, though, we're not just about how great we can coach. We're, we're not. Um, and that's why I think a lot of people still um, give praise and, and, and glorify the team that we had. Because at the end of the day, we're great people. Yeah. For sure. You get what I'm saying? Um, and LSU game this year, me and Major Wright were walking around doing like tailgates and stuff. And, you know, we, we just soak in the moment again. And I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling him, like, look how, look how many lives we impact in the, like two or three years, four years that we were here. These people are like, like forever thankful for us, bro. And like, we literally changed lives in three. We made some people have the best times of their lives playing a sport that we love to do just running a ball and catching a ball bro like think about that yeah so true you don't even realize the impact that something so simple really right at the end of the day it's a it's a 
game. Right, right. Right. Like you don't realize the impact something so simple can have on somebody's life. Right, right. So, um, you know, one one of my coaches, my DB coach, Coach Heater. He, uh, coach Chuck. Yeah, Chuck Heater, man. He, well, he actually had uh, lunch recently. Where's um, he at these days? He's here. Oh, he's, he? He, yeah, he's in Gainesville. So um, one day I'll never forget, and I told him the other day, um, you know, one day he told, he said, one day they'll stop asking you for your autograph. So always sign it while you can. Mm. Every time someone asks me for my autograph, I'm going to sign it. And unless it's on their arm. Unless it's on their arm. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that before. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's kid, just weird. I'm not signing kids' arms, man, because I, I don't want anybody signing my daughter's arms or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> so unless it's an arm, sign it. Yeah, no, I don't sign shoes either. I'm not, no, because I, I don't want any parents coming I mean, out that's So that's great advice. I mean, how do you keep it from, how, how do you keep it from getting to your head? Yeah, because I think it's common, right? Like yeah. somebody somebody experiences a little bit of success, you start like that's human element, man. It's just that's what happened. Um, but I think that what humbled us uh, is, is is the fact that we can be beat. Happen, even though you know we 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 got all this great talent and all these great players. If we go out there and do and have one day that we're not prepared, we can lose, and we and you know it happened. There's no way Ole Miss was better than us. It's not even close. By the way, we just whooped that same Ole Miss team the year before that in Ole Miss. Right. Like, see what I'm saying? Um, but on that day, we weren't focused as we, we usually are. We weren't sharp as we usually were, you know? So, that you know, that, that, that that's what kept us, you know, in, in down to earth and, 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 and humble with what we had going on. I mean, all right, so talk a just because you brought it up, <laughs> the lost Ole Miss. I mean, the, <laughs> I hate, hate bringing up the sorrow times, but um, I mean, let, Tebow's speech, okay? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like famous now, right? Like, yeah. it's gone down in Gator history, the football, promise. college football history. Yeah, the promise. I mean, it's like stapled on the side of the building now. I mean, like, from that moment with him, I mean, even with you guys in the locker room, I mean, did he just have that that presence? And like, I mean, was it like, what did that mean to you guys when somebody stands up there and they make a promise like that? I mean, what was the, you, what, was crazy? the what was the feeling? Yeah, that's like, what, what's that's the what, feeling? You're that's just what like, the team asking. Are you crazy? Like, why would you do that? You know. But <laughs> at the same time, um, <clears throat> one of the misconceptions that a lot of people have is Tebow was like our leader, our stand, like. Stand alone. Da, 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 da. Oh, you guys were filled with leaders. No, like T-Wall, like talked to our team maybe three times, and you, you saw it on camera. You saw it. Uh, he ran the offense. Brandon Spikes ran our defense. Mm -hmm. As a whole, as a team, we collectively had a lot of um, leaders on our team. I can totally see that. You know, and that's what that's what because if one leader goes down, we got another one. When that one goes down, we got another one. And we got this guy to pick you up and that guy to pick you up. And that's what made us unique because we had a lot of those guys. Um, Tebow, yes, brought a lot of people to our hotels. <laughs> and when we got off the bus, we saw a lot of people um, out there cheering for us. But um, Well, and I think that's common, kind of relating it back to business. You yeah. know, here, here I am as the leader of, you know, what well, have been the you know, the founder of New Scooters for Less. This right. company's 15 years old, very much the the face of it, right? The, uh -huh. the forefront person, the person right. that is on camera a lot, the person that everybody knows is like the scooter guy. Like, right. So, I, you know, I see that, uh, we know that that's common, right. but but within it, there's a team of you right. know individuals that, you know, are all leaders in their own right, within their own departments and right. everything that they're doing. Like, you know, and I think you're absolutely right. That's what builds that, going back to that culture. Yeah, right? and, and you have, you ha I mean, and, and all, you have to have a, a head guy, a spokesman, you know, and I think Tebow was that guy, you know, and I'm not taking anything from him. No. Um, if I had to start a team right now with a quarterback, I'm getting Tim, Timmy Tebow. You can say what you want. Timmy was five years ahead of his time. Jameis Winston ran, came out and ran the same offense Timmy did, but he was praised for it. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? All right. Nah. Timmy came out, what, <clears throat> 2009? Winston came out 2013, 14? Ran the same offense. How come Winston can throw and Timmy can't? <laughs> Winston throw four interceptions a game. When well, last time you seen Timmy do that? I'm waiting. Yeah, his, his last start, Timmy's in the <laughs> NFL was that playoff winning versus the Steelers, I think. So all I did was win. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like you can yeah. say what you want. Like I, I played against Peyton Manning. I 
should have intercepted Peyton Manning. You want to know why? He threw a duck. That's why. <laughs> quarterbacks can't. A lot of great quarterbacks, shitty, shitty arms. They get it there. That's what it's all about. You get it there. Can you throw this ball to your open receiver? Yes or no? I don't care how I get there. Can you throw? Can you motion your arm to get it there? That's what it should have been all about. Mm-hmm. See, but what they, what happens is the NFL find every reason not to pay you. They try to find every reason not to pay you. Right? <laughs> this podcast is getting deep. <laughs> so, so, so when they find every reason not to pay you, that, that's why they have the combine and stuff. I'm like censoring questions in my head. <laughs> that's appropriate. Yeah, I got a ton. Because, yeah, because like, like, I watched the combine. And like they put so many. Can, can you play football or not? That's what we're talking about. That's what it should come down to. How many times have I run down a football field 40 yards straight? I, I can't even, come on, really? You don't run down the field 40 yards straight. You don't even do that in baseball. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like come on, stop. This is preposterous. Like, what are we, <laughs> what are we even talking about? You know, shoulder run, all right. Three cone, all right. Vertical, all right. Like, 40. that's what we should be talking about. 40? You had a slow 40, didn't you? I, <laughs> nah, I, yeah, I'm but I'm, I'm not a track runner. <laughs> also, I have two 80-yard returns in my career. How many times I ever got caught from behind? Remember what our coach used to say? If you run a 4-4, play 4-4. I know plenty of guys who run a 4-3 and, and don't play 4 like a 4-3. <laughs> right. Now you see? Uh, it's, it's different. I know plenty of receivers that'll run by you and drop the ball. That's the ones that are gonna get paid. This is a business. At, at the end of the day, after college, it's not it's not about football anymore. And that's what some of these guys have to realize. The goal should not be to go. I mean, yeah, goal is to go to NFL. That's every NFL, MLB, NBA. That's that's all kids' dreams majority of the time. Right. But but it's it's their dream because parents instill that because a kid will go score four touchdowns in the game or hit a home run in the game and guess what the first thing their parents say. Not that we're gonna get them to college. They don't say we're gonna get them to college and have their college pay for it. We don't say that. No, we don't say that. We say, oh, he's going to the pros. Why? Society has made it okay for us to say that. That's 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 super interesting. That shouldn't be it. Go to college and get your college paid for. If you make a professional team, that's a blessing. That was one of the things that you did. That's you went, you came back, right? Yeah, and you I, finished. I came back and fin- I came back 2017. And you finished. I finished school. Good for you, man. Yeah, it was cool. So they 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 uh they you know still gave me my 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 uh, scholarship. They still honored that That's when cool. I came back. So what's your motivation for coming back? Did that come from you, or is that like you know trying to my, make my biggest motivation to coming back is my dad. My, so, so on one end, you have parents that are you know trying to drive their kids to to go pro, and your dad was actually your influence in coming back. My dad told me he was so proud of me for going pro, like I would never understand. But he told me what would make him more proud is if I got my college degree. Hmm. My college degree is sitting in my parents' front living room right now. Hmm. That's cool. And there you go. That's you know, cool, so um, I always wanted to do that before my you know my dad got out of here. And luckily, he's he, he's in good good shape right now. Getting a little old. I hope I can make it that make it to his age. But you know, I just, I just honor my dad, man. It's, and even my mom. That's cool. You know, and he, he, all all the adults that kind of like taught me what I know. Because you got to think about it. We all sponges. You should be, and that's what makes us all unique. Because your mom taught you something, and you probably want to never forget. Your an adult taught you something. Your first grade teacher. You know, your second grade teacher probably taught you something. And that's and then we we all put it together. Yeah, very often. Because my second grade teacher didn't tell you anything. You don't know her. Right. My mom didn't tell you anything because she don't know you. Mm. That's what makes us different. It's funny hearing you say that. Like I look back and I'm like, a lot of those people were coaches. Right. right? Well, like, you played for some of the some of the best ones. I mean, Bill Castle, Lakeland. Is, I also is, played for Shiano, so I don't Yeah, well, you did. Uh, <laughs> you had Charlie Strong. Or, yeah. Uh, I mean, different different coaches lead different ways. Uh, right. I know there's players' coaches. There's your tacticians. Greg Shiano, I believe, was a – I didn't play for him, obviously, but a disciplinarian. He kind of had that, like – at least in the media, he had that uh, kind of. He also goal. never won a championship, but carry yeah. on. Like, that, <laughs> we could talk about that. If you no, I, about that's that. what's interesting. Though. So, I mean, you played for a lot of different uh, notable coaches. Right. Um, how, I mean, you don't have to go through each one, but how did the leadership change? What did you take away from them that was different? All right. So, yeah. you know, I learned from Castle. Coach Castle, that's one of my, my, my uh, you know, my, the people that I looked up to the most. A very impressionable time being in high school. Yeah, I. But a, a lot of people don't realize. I used, this is what I used to do. Yeah, Coach Castle taught me a lot of stuff. He he always talks to the team afterwards. You know, after practice. You know, he always told us we gonna get our butt kicked, which is 
crap because we beat everybody by 40 points. <laughs> um, but the things that I would notice on Coach Castle, probably the things that no one would ever notice. I noticed he used to get chill bumps and goosebumps when he talked to our team on his legs and his arms. Mm. That's passion, man. Yeah, it is. If that's not passion for you, I don't know what, I don't know, like, what. that's complete passion for the game that you're teaching. Been doing this for like 30 plus years, like. They should feel get, like it's not lip service, right? Yeah, so, touching them. but like, the only thing I hate about Coach Castle is like, and I kind of like, is like, he's telling us we're gonna lose. Like, Coach, you know we're not about to lose. Like, stop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we get the ball rainy five times and four of them are gonna be touchdowns, maybe five of them, all right? Like, stop, all right? Um, then we came to college here. Was he trying to do that just to keep you guys humble? Or I like think I just, think so. That's why I say I like yeah, it a mindset bit. thing. Yeah, it, even though we didn't buy it worth the shit. <laughs> like we're number literally <laughs> number. We went number one in the nation two years back to back undefeated. Three years actually. The first year they were like number sixteen in the nation. So like they jumped us from sixteen to one after winning the first one. So when I got there, we were number one in the nation that whole year, which is two thousand five and two thousand six. We went. We went out. He's trying to tell you guys you were losing games, bro. We went to we went to uh, Ohio to play St. X, St. Xavier. Mm-hmm. Like we go out there and fly out there, beat up on them, come back home. Like now you like who? Then we then we play St. Thomas, the number four team in the country. Beat them. All right, we, we like it was almost to the point where it was like we couldn't be beat. Almost it was like tough games in our senior year, but. Um, he, you know, he just told us how to be humble. Um, he, he just told us the, ne- the necessary necessities that we needed at that time. Um, how to how to kind of be a young man and how, and how to conduct yourself. Um, then I move here. Have uh, Coach Meyer. Coach Meyer's a great guy, man. You know, at the end of the day, um, he's a family guy. But he's so passionate about his. It's, it's different. But the common theme is they're all passionate about their game. Right. Right. Everybody wants to win, and they'll go to the, the extreme to win. And with Coach Meyer, like he does have his health issues. You could tell he's you know when he deteriorating. Because I, I I I've been in the same room with this guy, and we, it's just me and him. And I seen him jolly, and I seen him walk past the hall and and like shoulder shrug me and and, and throw his arm into my my ribs or something, man. It's just you know some um, some playful stuff, man. And then I see him. You know, after Alabama lost, like holding his head, and you know, I see him on TV now, and it's you know, he doesn't look healthy right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, but from him, I like he he literally touched everything. Like you get a coach that coach strong, he coaches defense. You're not telling me coach strong coach offense. Where Urban coach offense, defense, special and special teams. teams. Yeah. So do you think a lot of it is just stress? I mean, because I'm like looking at it from a, a leadership standpoint, right? Like for me, I'm just. You know, it's funny because even last night, like I'm laying in bed just talking to my wife and, you know, we're talking about, there, we have some personal friends with us, even in, like in the community um, and, and maybe in just people that we know that have, that have recently passed away at like a super young age, like 40s, you know, in the 50s, like it's just, I, I mean, you know, and so we constantly have these questions about like, I mean, even my health, like health as a leader, mm-hmm. right, because it's easy. One, like we do, I get I get super passionate about what I do. Like I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> like being here at 5.30 this morning and having a meeting before we recorded this podcast at 7.30, you know, like that was no big deal for me because I love it, Right. you know what I mean? And I can go I can go till midnight tonight and I love it, but like the where, you know, making sure that you take care of your health through that and, and focus and be very intentional on it, whether it's just me getting mm-hmm. exercise, eating right, I mean, it's, it's, I, I would just say this is something that I hear is common in leadership is that we we often put our health second to the health of everybody else. Right. You know what I mean? We want to ensure that that our players, that our you know team members are taken care of, and and we put a lot of that weight on our shoulders sometimes. Right. And I think that's very common in, in co- even college football. Like I think it's the right. same thing. 
Uh, I think it's a combination of like a leaders leaders eat last mentality, but also like an obsession to be great from from a lot of leaders. You know, they just they're just so driven, so passionate to be the best and to bring the best out of everybody that they're right. they're leading that it just it becomes consuming. Well, and you very often hear like a lot. Of, there's a lot of discussion right now about like the hustle mentality, right? Because you know entrepreneurship in itself is very very cool, and a lot of people are out there. You know, the grind, like get the grind, yeah, like, the grit. The I don't grind, sleep. Like, like all right, well guess what? <laughs> guess what's gonna happen? Start hallucinating when you don't get a lot of sleep. Yeah. You yeah. ain't gotta take a drug. That's 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 a drug in itself. Don't you don't get sleep. That's a drug, bro. And I, you know, back in the day when I just wanted to stay up and party and do all that, and it's like now I look at that and I cringe, bro, because like, like who who would want to stay up all night? I ask the kids at school, and it's just a, a trap question. I'm like, y'all stay up and play Fortnite late? I'm, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I bet y'all stayed up stay up later than you guys. And they're like, no, and like just to hear what they're gonna say. And this kid's staying up to like. All hours in a night, just playing a video game, yeah. and I don't, I don't, I can't bash them or anything. Because guess what? You I, did it it. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. I did it. Sometimes, yes. yeah. Sometimes I, you got to learn, right? Yeah. So you got to learn the hard way. Right? I always tell people, you know, the waitress puts the hot plate in front of you, says, "Careful, don't touch it." And the first thing you do is grab the plate. You're gonna grab the plate because yeah. you want to eat. Um, <laughs> so you know, you got you got to get sleep. You gotta, you know, if something aching, you know, we we have like aspirin and stuff. But if it continues, man, you got to get it checked out. You know, we, we go to work sometime and we get some, a lot of people get benefits and stuff and you actually, it comes out of your check. Why not go to the doctor sometime? You know, mm-hmm. see yeah. what I'm saying? Like if you, if you have health insurance and stuff, you actually pay for that. Go. Yeah, depending on the organization <laughs> and where you're at, right? <laughs> right, but you so. know, um, but I, I just, you know, looking at my dad, man, it's just, you know, he's he military 25 years. What branch? Uh, um, <laughs> swear, did 10 years in the Navy. Yeah. Then he did 10 years Army. Dang. And then did five years Army Reserve. I don't think okay. I've ever heard that before. It's awful, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know about awful. But it's just crazy. I don't think I've ever heard anybody switching branches. Yeah. Like so, then that he, he, um, man, I was, I was pretty. Well, thanks, Dan, for all of his service. Yeah, man. I appreciate Absolutely. it. So, you know, I just, I just watch him, man, and just, you know, now that I'm older now, like back in the day, he was like, they don't want me to go places and stuff, and like with my friends, and now I understand why. Because I have friends that were actually better than me in, in sports and stuff, mm-hmm. but this, this goes back to what we talked about before. Nine out of ten thousand kids are going to get drafted. Not ninety, not nine hundred. Nine out of ten thousand. So then you take that, and then you you have these these parents and these and these adults saying, "Oh, my kid's going to go pro." Okay, well, well watch this. I have plenty that were better than me, right? This guy tore his knee. Hmm. This guy did what he wasn't stuff he wasn't supposed to do in school. Didn't get his grades. This guy goes to jail. This guy doesn't go to a college like UF. This guy doesn't get the big break and and go to a camp because his parents can't afford it. This guy can't get to the camps because his parents don't have a car. Now you see? So we take all of that, you have to, oh yeah, by the way, you want your kid to go pro, you gotta invest in them. My dad was at every game. My mom was at every game, all right? I'm not saying it's just just to brag on my parents. I'm saying is because everybody wants their kid to go pro and we don't invest in our kids. So how do you change that expectation? Like, I mean, are you, we have, it sounds like right now you're being very much a voice for that. I well, mean, what we have to do right now is, is make sure that we, we don't put the wrong ideas and the wrong stuff. Like, that's like, I don't know, I don't know the, the, the math on that. I mean, is that is that our problem? Like, is it is it is it like parents yeah, telling their kids that they can? Oh, you you like you can do whatever you want. Sure, you want to go. You can, life? you can, you can do whatever you want. But sometimes, like a professional athlete, I told you that is like a bonus. That's a bonus. A lot of these kids say they want to do it. Now watch this. Watch this. I had a kid sitting down in the weight room and asked me, "What does it take?" What well, I'm t- not sitting down. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> now you see? So that's what I tell people all the time. I, like, <coughs> when, I, when I was in the league, I, I didn't do everything I was supposed to do to stay in the league. Mm. I got complacent. So that's, so that's what I'm telling you. Don't get complacent, you can't. There's no way you can get complacent. But should parents be put, it sounds like there's a lot of parents, their, their kid makes it onto the University of Florida football team, right? right. Their, their kid's there. Are those parents putting a ton of pressure on their kids to get to the NFL? I think that's what it is. And you're saying it's when when instead, my dad didn't tell you nothing about going to the NFL. 
I, I don't, not to brag on my own self, I'm supposed to be the all-time interception leader here. I'm supposed to be the all-time interception for touchdown leader here. Two of my uh, interceptions got called back, all-time leader, and one of them was a pick six. I played three years in the league. I let my t- it was like five, six, seven years before somebody had 100 tackles after <laughs> me, after I left here. Oh yeah, by the way, I played safety. Mm-hmm. I had 14 tackles for loss and led the team. Again, I played safety. Like, not bragging on my own self, but that's what we gotta understand. That it's not too many people that's gonna be better than that. And I played three, three years, three and a half years. So what happened at the end of that? Like, I mean, is it just it's, it, it was sucks. it severe disappointment for you? Like, like it wasn't is, a, it wasn't a disappointment. Like, how, how do you like? I beat the odds because guess what? They told me I never played in high school for real. Mm. <laughs> That's crazy. Urban Meyer, the great Urban Meyer, told the media I was a recruiting mistake, and I'll never play at Florida. First game playing at Florida, starting two picks, ran one back for eighty yards. Oh yeah, by the way, the last game playing at Florida, two picks, ran one back for eighty yards. Do you just ride that? You just keep that chip on your shoulder and just ride. Just, it? Is I, that I, motivation for you? It's, it, every, my motivation is getting up and doing what I want to do. That's my motivation. And, and whatever I do, do it the best I possibly can. Because if anything else has to motivate me to do something, I shouldn't be doing it. If something else got to get you guys up to, like, if, 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 if it's a pep talk, sometimes you need that. But if that's what you have to, that's what it takes for you to get up and do what you love to do every day, you don't love that shit for real. Right. <laughs> You're doing the wrong thing. You're doing the wrong thing. Dude, you sound like me. I feel like we, we're best friends now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just disappointed. <laughs> I just let you know. Just so you know. I, uh, I mean, so so now you have you have three daughters. Yeah. Right. What are their ages? I got a fourteen, a seven, and six. Okay. So what things have you learned through this that that you're now? I mean, because now you're raising them. Well, right. It's, like it's, I mean, it's, uh, it's different because like. I had my first kid at 14, 15 years old. She's 14 now. So it's like, I had to learn how to be a dad. I didn't know how to be a dad. I just turned 30. So like, I, I just learned, I'm just starting to learn how to be a dad. Why? Because that's when you're supposed to be a dad. Hmm. And what I tell my, my kids all the time is like, you're amazing. You're, you, like, you, you can do whatever you want. You just gotta slow down. That's, that's what I say. I was like, you gotta slow down because we move so fast. And if sometimes we just sit down and focus and, and just think about what we got to do before we do it, we'll be way better off. I'm not saying it's for me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I move extremely fast. But if I just slow down, with, okay, sit back, all right, this is what I need to do. This is what needs to be handled. Everything will go smoothly, right? That's my biggest thing is, is just, to, just slow down when, you, when, you, when you're doing stuff. I, I catch myself all the time telling my daughter stuff that my dad told me. Yeah. You know, like, and my, like what? And my, and Is there like, anything that off the top of your mind? You oh think? man, like this morning, like I, I literally saw my fiance just go. All right, go, go. I saw her turn the TV off. All right, in my daughter's <laughs> room. I saw her turn the light off in my daughter's room. Right. We don't sleep with the dark closed in, in our room because you know it's a parent thing. Right. I wake up through the night and it's like the TV's coming from my daughter's room, shining, hitting the wall, hit this wall, hit this wall, <laughs> and back in our room. I'm like, what is this? Like, that's like I know for a fact. You know, sometimes she she'll wake up um, through the night and she'll turn on the TV or something, you know, just to, to get her back to sleep. Problem is, turn the TV off when you like if you're about to go to sleep. Like, that's what my dad used to always say. Like, if you're not in the room, turn the light off. If you're not in there, turn the TV off. Like, don't leave the house with the TV on. Like. I still catch myself telling her that, you know, and um, it's just the small things, man. It's just, I, I know some of the I stuff. I was expecting he, a much bigger <laughs> life lesson. No, 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 that was just one, this one from, from today. Um, no, you know, I know, I know. A, a, a bigger one is just, you know, um, my dad always, you know, just even with adults, man, and I, I say it all the time, just uh, we take for granted um, using manners, man, and, mm. you know, just, just small things. You know, even at schools, you know, a kid asked me to do something, I'll do it for him. I don't expect anything of it. But if you get anything out of it, it's, it's a bonus. You get a thank you out of it, it's a bonus. It's how you teach them. You gotta teach my kid that. You do something for us, you're gonna say thank you. Yeah. Be appreciative. That's what my dad always told me. My mom always told me. Interestingly, I think that's becoming even more difficult in, in 2019. And like, here's my theory. I think it's gonna become even more difficult as we head into 2020, 2021. Um, voice technology. I think it's starting to become this problem. Like there's, I mean, I, I notice it with my kids. We have, um, I hope you might have to like turn her down when I say it, but like Alexa devices 
inside of our house, right? Like, I'd be like, Sorry, I, I, did, I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. Um, but my, my kids are going around saying, hey Alexa, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, and then I see like, you know, I see, I'm like, well you could. <laughs> Alexa off. I but think I, I, I think I need one. <laughs> <laughs> but like I see, but I see them like, you know, speaking to these d- devices, not not speaking like demanding things <laughs> of these devices. And I'm like, man, we gotta, we gotta like just be, you know, I think it's good cause I'm aware of it. You know right. what I mean? I'm like, I gotta be aware of it. Like, how's this gonna play out? You know, right. I'm telling my kids like, hey. It's so like, funny cause I'm so polite to my Alexa. Are you? Like, <laughs> Alexa, will you please do this for me? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, you know, my, my daughter is, you know, like, we got her iPad and she's just, you know, always. And like, <laughs> what makes me, like, it's crazy how times have. I remember the pressure C, boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah, bro, I remember text used to be 10 cent a text. Like, I just remember all of that. And, and Kids like, will have no idea how many times we have to press Yeah, it. bro. And, and it's like now, my daughter's like, she like texts on her iPad and, and like voice commanded. And I'm like, <laughs> No, like you need to type it out because I want you to learn how to. She know how to spell and stuff, but like, I just want you to. That's how you stay sharp. You practice. Right. That's that's that is your practice. You could talk to a million people if you want. Just I want you to type in what you want to say. Like, don't voice command it. Like that's that's cheating. I feel like because <laughs> like it'll spell everything right for you anyway. Yeah. You know. So and so and so now like you're you're doing some substitute teaching. You told me, yeah. 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 Like that's got to be kind of cool. It's it's cool, man. It's because it, now you're like giving back and like yeah, really yeah, and then like I, I, you know, teaching a lot of these lessons to. So what grades primarily? Um, I'm K through twelve. Okay. Um, I've done I've done them all literally. Um, last week I did second grade. I did fifth grade last week. I did fourth grade. Um, I've done. I haven't done kindergarten. I've done high school. I've done middle school. <laughs> um, but you know, I, all of it is a different task in its own. You know, every 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 grade level, it's different. Um, you have, you know, the younger kids. Sometimes you have to actually teach them the the, the lesson and, you know, how to live like in life. <laughs> like after the bathroom, go wash your hands. After, <laughs> like you know, and it's crazy because some of them in kindergarten don't know how to wash their hands properly. And we take that for granted, like literally. Like they put too much soap and it's like the whole like sink is full of soap. Like you're like, what is this? Like what like go sit down. Like you know, and you know, and you get up to like sixth grade and it's like in sixth grade, like you remember you were eleven years old and like you think you know it all, like you don't really know anything. Like, go sit down somewhere. Like, you know? And then you get to high school, it's like, I'm grown. Like, oh really? Do you pay a bill? Uh Sit down. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I get it all the time. It's like, Mr. Black, by the way, in elementary school. Yeah, you're Mr. Black. I, no, I changed my name. Oh, what by is By the it? way, I'm not telling you. Because <laughs> I won't yes. tell them. I won't tell them. I, I, I got to think of one. Because like, I'm like, I'm not telling you my name is Mr. Black anymore. Because all day, Mr. Black, Mr. Black, Mr. Black. And I'm like, ugh, like I'm changing my name. Like, um, But th- they always want to, in high school, man, what position you play? Oh, you Mr. Black from the Gators? And like, that's so cool that people know that, but at the same time, I want you to know Mr. Black, the real Mr. Black. Yeah. Because there's more to Mr. Black than football. And and that's one of the reasons why I stopped going after trying to play football. You know, I got released, and I wasn't going to play in the other leagues. I wasn't going to play in this new AAF league or whatever the case may be. With no, n- nothing against it, but I, my legacy is already made. Like when you, when you think of a mob black, I mean you think may think of pro and you know Bucks fans and you know me, yeah. Um, you know I didn't do too much in the NFL. I was picked up a couple of number one overalls, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know I want people to know more about me, about the real me, the inside me because I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm a great guy. I but feel do you like. miss it? Um, I miss I don't miss football. You don't. I miss being part of a team. Okay. And I miss being part, I miss going to the locker room with my guys and hanging out before we had social media, before we had Snapchat and all that. Yeah. <laughs> like we would, we would get out of practice and sit in the locker room for hours, bro. Like just with each other, just play fighting and wrestling and all kind of stuff. Just And that's what made us closer. Oh yeah, by the way, when we left there, we went to each other's houses for more hours. Man, I, I miss that, you know. Um, nothing against, you know, 
my immediate family and my family, but I just miss when the guys come over and we just yeah. shoot the shit. Yeah, brotherhood. It's, 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 I, mean, I can still, yeah, I can yeah. still do that. <clears throat> like we still do that. You know. I mean, I hear you saying it. I'm like thinking about long term. Like you know, when I'm when I'm not in business anymore. Like, am I gonna miss it? And I think it's gonna be a lot of same. Am I am I gonna miss the headaches with customers? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> right. But am I gonna miss the the team coming together and yeah. like working hard to achieve right. something, you and know. You guys all got the same common goal. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, ever, am, I, am I gonna miss the the camaraderie, that, that, that feeling that I get by, uh, yeah, I can totally see it being the same thing. I think you, you know? see that all the time. Like, I remember working in restaurants back home and everyone would always complain about working so much and then they get a day off, where are they out on their day off? <laughs> they're back work. there at the restaurant, yeah. hanging yep. out because they miss everybody, you know? And it's, it's like that here sometimes where it's right. just like, you get you get caught up in the work, but but you miss the people. Right, you know? right, and the, and the things that you, you did at, at that job. You know, I, it's, it's nothing like Gator fans. I don't think people realize that. I, I, st- I was wanting to come to school here in 2005, 2006, and I know we're, they were not this many people talking about their team's nation. Like, stop it. We started that shit. Like, <laughs> oh, right. Like, get, get out of here. Like, and then I have people arguing with me about what DBU is. Like, what do you mean? We started it. Like, you come to Florida, you have a greater chance of having a chance to go in the NFL. They also robbed Tiger Bait from us, too. <laughs> like, what do <are> you, like, <clears throat> we're not saying that you're going to go to the NFL and be the number one corner in the nation. Nothing like that. We're not saying that. What we are saying is you have a better chance to, to having a chance to be in a professional team if you come here and, and go pro. The turnover rate, that's what we're talking about. But now you got other teams, oh, we got this player, and he's the best in the league, so we're DBU. Like, no, stop. Like, besides your three players, who else got a chance? Right. Stop it. Like, <laughs> like we don't even want to talk about that, but you know. <laughs> what was your favorite thing about playing in the Swamp? Favorite thing about playing in the swamp, <sighs> beating up on Miami one a couple times, uh, beat up on them, uh, beat up on. Uh, I think the, be- the the my most favorite game in there was senior night when Tebow's in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. That senior night, I, that was like the most fun we had in there. Um, it was our last time spending together, man. And just you know, we had on those, those cool uniforms, the white helmets. Remember that? Gotta love those too. Yeah, so I we, did. I was I was I was fresh that game too. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know that, that was my all time favorite game. But we had plenty, man. Playing Tennessee in there, man, and you know, um, let's see, uh, you know, uh, you know, the, I think the Miami game was my, might be the loudest. The Miami game was the loudest. I remember looking over at Major, and I couldn't, we couldn't even hear each other, you know, just in, in the game. Um, Do you know what's crazy? You know how, like, <clears throat> memories, like, they just, like, you just go back to a specific place. I mean, you, you hear a song, and you can remember yep. where you were at, yep. you know what I mean? And, like, I, he, I hear, like, you just mention games, and I can't remember where I was sitting in the swamp, yeah. observing. Like, yeah. I mean, certain games, I'd be like, I was right there, like right behind the field goal post, 20 rows up. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just like, dude, I remember. It's, it's crazy. My, my biggest regret, though? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. You guys are gonna be pissed at me. <laughs> I missed the 2006 U, uh, South Carolina game. Um, the block field goal. Oh. What were, you, what were you doing? I was in QS. I had to go down to QS. My mom's from QS. So I had to go there. We had to go down there for something. And like everybody was doing whatever they were doing, what we had to do. And I was at my aunt's house, I remember sitting in the living room by myself, literally by myself, watching this game. Like, it was crazy, bro. Like, that's the only game I missed all year at home. I was in the swamp, man. I was too. Oh, man. <laughs> I was nervous. I was in the band. I, 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 was, up, I was up above the, the uh, silly gator sign, mm-hmm. like that's, but that part of the stadium. I was really high up, and I must have, like, when that happened, I must have sprinted up and down those stairs, high fiving everybody at least 20 times. I mean, the, that has got to be one of the loudest nights oh, in the swamp man. I have ever experienced. It was loud. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Oh, it wasn't loud. Oh, God, like, it was great. Yeah, I, I, about it. Like, I don't that's know. Awesome, like, bro. I don't know if it was that kicker is still in the league. Ryan Suckup. He was he was yeah. Mr. of that draft, and he still is a professional kicker. I mean, he's good. You know, you know. Another time, I wasn't in the swamp. I wish I was, but I was actually in Tennessee when, when we had uh, the play when Greer threw it to Callaway. Oh, God. I was in Tennessee in a bar, and like it was like three Florida. <laughs> You're fans like the only there. one, and bro. Yeah. I, and I'm like looking around. I'm like, should I get out of here? <laughs> yeah, it was oh like three or four people in there that were Gator fans, man. But you know, 
that 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 game right there, man. I, I think we own Tennessee, by the way. Just <laughs> yeah, last like fifteen years or whatever the case may be. Um, Dude, it's funny. I can like re- just reflecting back to these these times that that time of the year. You know, that's when I, I remember when I got my first iPhone. Okay, like, yeah. oh, hold on, I mean, let me tell you the, the, the story real quick because it's, it's actually related to like football and stuff. Shannon and I, we go to, it's our it's our anniversary, uh-huh. right? We go to Stonewood, which is now like uh, BBQ-holic or something. Uh-huh. You know, that was yeah. like, it was Stonewood. Like, we're in there celebrating our anniversary uh, just on a date and um, Urban and Shelly Meyer walk in and they're, they're having dinner like a few tables away from us. Right. I look at Shannon and I go, you know, this is one of those moments. This is one of the moments where people pull out their phones, they take a picture and they tweet about it. <laughs> right. And I was like, uh, and we did not have smartphones at the time. We literally left, we left Stonewood. We go to Best Buy and buy two iPhones <laughs> like right after that dinner. <laughs> I was like, I will not let this happen to me what? ever again. You haven't been off your phone since. <laughs> and I've never been on my phone <laughs> That's ever since. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And so like, I, I was like, that's one of those moments. This is one of the moments where you talk about being in the same restaurant as Urban Meyer and what, like tweet about it. I, like, had a, I had a kid yesterday say in fifth grade, we call her six. <laughs> I'm like, stop name calling. Like, stop. Like, whatever. Like, no, we call her six because she got an iPhone six. <laughs> <laughs> and the girl goes, "You shut up! You just you you just saying that because you got an iPhone ten, but shut up." <laughs> but I thought about it. And I'm like, "That's crazy," because I remember everyone went crazy for the iPhone when it turned sideways and your screen flipped. The first one mm-hmm. on a commercial. I remember that. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, I do. yeah, that was like my freshman year here. So like. My freshman year here was the first iPhone. I remember I had a Blackberry. Remember Blackberry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, when I tell kids that, they're like, what? You're old, Mr. Black. I'm like, not really, but like a little bit. <laughs> Happens fast, man. Happens yeah, fast. man. Dude, this has, been, this has been awesome. This has been so much fun. Yeah. Uh, we, gotta, we gotta wrap it up in a minute. You got any last minute questions? I was just gonna ask one. Yeah. Uh, what was, you were gone from Gainesville for a while, yeah. and then you came back. What was the biggest change? Because I've been here for 15 years, and it still blows me away, especially looking where the dealership is, oh. towards the university, how things are just going The whole crazy. Archer Road is like <coughs> different. Like, <clears throat> all right, so it's, it's a few differences. All right, on, on campus, it's different because what we just talked about, we have social media. So like, I remember walking through campus and like, hey, like, what's up, man? <laughs> and it's like, now nah, everybody's like. Yeah, no, it's definitely true. Got headphones in, got this. We didn't have music, music. We had iPods. Remember the iPod? <laughs> You're not saying go Gators to each other. You're texting it to one another. <laughs> no, it's, it's like different now. So like, you walk through campus and like no one talks to you know, anyone. It's quiet, right? Because mm. everyone has their own. You know, you have people talking in their own conversation, and you have people, you know, doing this and that on their phones. The city of Gainesville, Archer Road, is like it's so different. It's like the premier. Like <laughs> it's like a, a real college town now. It's like we're getting real collegey a little bit. What was your favorite restaurant? Benigan's? That was mine. Remember Benigan's? <laughs> you almost just spit coffee on coffee. his computer. You would, you would say Benigan's. <laughs> Benny, you remember Benigan's? I remember Benigan's. Nobody remembers Benigan's. I remember Benigan's. Um, my favorite um, has to be Yamato's. Mine too. I love Yamato. Like, if anybody say anything about Kobe's, I'll drop kick you. All right? It's Yamato's all the way, all right? Has Yamato's been around since that time? Yeah. yeah. yeah Dude, I used to go there once a week for about three years, and I'm not even exaggerating. We went there all the time, and I finally went back uh, just a couple weeks ago for the first time. I'd probably been there in two or three years. And I think, I don't know, I don't want to say that, but like the reputation's kind of gone down a little bit, but I still loved it. I, yeah. I, I yeah. still like, give me all the fried rice. It's like its own food. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shoveling it. All right. Still making the volcano out of the onions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. If they change that, I'm not going. All right. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, well, cool. Well, hey, man, thank you so much for coming. This yeah, man, a lot thanks of, for having me. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for having Thanks for me. representing Gator Nation and, and all that you do. Thanks for being a substitute teacher and like investing into those kids. Well, and, I appreciate it. Man, it's, it, it's cool. Thanks to your dad for his service and I mean it's I, I'm a I'm a military brat too so I know what that's what that lifestyle is uh, like yeah and so I can definitely I just, appreciate I just wish uh, he, he was uh traveling a little bit more by the time I was born <laughs> um, <laughs> I got to move around a bit but hey I'm a Florida guy so awesome man yeah. well and dude I think you did a really I good job all right being a co-host I'm proud of you man you, you quit making me nervous so if you stop asking me if you nervous like, like yeah. you literally come on and you just start having a conversation yeah, with somebody and one. magic happens man and that like, was good I appreciate you know, the invite yeah it was, it was right. fun I, well I knew like from 
if there's one person <laughs> here we go who is like the the gator know-it-all it's this guy yeah like, i mean and i'm not even exaggerating like he goes to like every gator sport i mean it's not even gator football i mean you're like that's gymnastics and that's golf what, track like what that's else? what separates <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. What, I, I think that's what separates our fan base is like we can literally talk about gymnastics. Yeah. And I, here, here, here's the other team. Oh, we don't care about that. I, gee, I wonder why. Maybe because you suck. Yeah, anyway. we, got, we got national champions. Oh, we should start talking about academics and then see how far we get. All right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of teams are shut up after that. All right? So, well, I, I definitely, it's, it's cool to have been here um, for all this time. You know, I started at, in 2000 at the University of Florida four years and then I've been here ever since. And right. so you're talking 19 years in now, man. And right. you know, like the way Gainesville's landscape changes, all the stuff that's happening. And I mean, it, it's cool. It's cool to be a part of. It's cool to right. play, a, play a role in it. And then it's cool just to to network and have the opportunity to talk to individuals like yourselves. And I just and reflecting on those days, those are my days, you know? Yeah, like, man. I mean, yeah. those were the days. Like, right? like, I mean, I, I was graduated, days, I was graduated right? in that time, but like, you know, I was, I was here. I was operating a young company in Gainesville. And like, I remember like going to all those games having company tailgates like we'd have company tailgates and go out there yeah, so, so that's what I have to come to to get a, to see what, what kind of scooter I want in there there you go I still host a tailgate there's one game. there's one great way to get a scooter around here it's to lay cash on the table <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong uh, so everybody thanks so much for listening we appreciate it. this is the WHOA GNV podcast the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go whoa guys come on whoa <gasps> we'll see you later peace Bye.